Do you want to create a legacy that's 10 or 100 times greater than your current accomplishments, but something's holding you back? You want to build something that's deeply fulfilling to you and that makes a huge positive dent in the world, but you're not quite sure about where to start or where to go next. Well, I call that journey your exponential legacy. And today we're going to look at how to commit to that journey. Now, this stage of commitment is really important because it can be daunting. We think, wow, I've got to come up with my ultimate uh, legacy, my ultimate purpose in life, my goal. Do I have what it takes? What happens if I fail? What happens if I succeed? Is the cost going to be too great? There's many things that start to bubble up. Welcome to the Impact Multiplier CEO, where we help you 10x your financials, 10x your positive impact in the world, and 10x the fun you have along the way. I'm Richard Metcalf, and I coach some of the most extraordinary CEOs and entrepreneurs on the planet, from founders running disruptive startups to CEOs of billion-dollar businesses on these very issues. And today, I'm going to talk about how you can commit to that legacy of exponential impact. It's the first essential step before you can move forward. But we'll look at what you don't need. There are two things. What you do need, there's really just one. And then I'm going to give you six practical action points to get going. Now, you see, once we commit, everything shifts. Perhaps on social media, you've seen people, or perhaps yourself, you've committed to a relationship by kind of telling the world about it, updating your status on Facebook or whatever it is. Perhaps you've taken a new job or a new role and you've updated your status on LinkedIn. Uh, you've now committed, you've, it's got, you've gone public and you're fully into the new venture. Until we commit, we're on the sidelines, we're not moving forward, we, we're filled with hesitation and doubt. Now, for years, this was my case. I held back from leaving the corporate world for several years, probably when I should have actually made the move. Wasn't quite sure that I have what it take, took to create my own business. Did I really want to do that? Was that really the path for me? Perhaps I should get a job in another high growth tech business instead. Did I really want to go freelance or be a coach or any of these things? I wasn't entirely sure. And so I held back. I was in doubt and hesitation. I wasn't learning really by doing. I was overanalyzing, getting stuck in my head. And then when I committed, everything changed. I was all in. That became simple. I could make the decisions I needed to make. I basically upgraded my identity. This is why commitment is so important. Because it's about taking on the next identity in our journey. And again, I had that same journey of commitment again within my business. When I started, I was not quite sure what the services were that I was really called to do in the world. And then at some point, I got clear on my mission. I realized that I didn't want to just help people get a promotion or whatever. I wanted to work with the world's very top leaders to help them make positive impact at scale in the world. And along the way, I'd help them with their financials, their leadership, uh, their in a game, their enjoyment. But I realized that was the game I was playing. And again, I held back. Am I going to shrink my audience size? Are my, new, are my clients going to want that from me? Am I not putting at risk everything I've achieved in my business to pursue this next level goal? Well, again, I spoke with my own coach about that. We worked on that together. I got clear 
and I got excited about my personal vision. And then I was all in. So let's get into our topic for today. What don't you need? Well, a lot of people think they need clarity on what their goals are and where they're going and what their strategy is. They also think they need confidence because they're not quite sure they can pull it off, not quite sure they can make it. But the whole definition of an exponential legacy is behind you. It looks, it looks horizontal in front of you. It looks vertical. It looks almost impossible. How could you possibly do this? And so actually clarity and confidence, they're almost impossible to generate at that point of commitment. So you don't need clarity and confidence. Look back in your own life. When you've got clarity, it's often in the rear view mirror. You can see how it all worked. But when you were getting going, you didn't really have clarity. And confidence, again, we get confidence because of our track record. But when we first did those things, we weren't confident. We didn't know. We had a go. Think of a baby. When a baby wants to learn to walk, they don't need clarity or confidence. They'll get that later as they start to take their first steps. What they really need is courage, courage to hold themselves up and get going. Instead of clarity and confidence, focus on courage. This is the key thing. But the question that comes up is, well, Richard, how do I get courage? Uh, if I'm not moving forward, then something's holding me back. I need to have a bit more courage. Well, this is where I'm going to go through six key points is what steps you can take to up-level your courage in order to commit to that journey of exponential impact. Let's get going. Step number one, take the pressure off. This whole idea of exponential impact, creating a legacy, something extraordinary, it could feel daunting. And I know the language even that I use perhaps makes it sound especially daunting. The reason for that language is we want it to be deeply inspiring and, and something that we can truly commit our lives uh, and perhaps our professional uh, focus on. But let's take the pressure off. Decide that you're setting off on a 25-year mission. Even if you're at the end of your career, you might well have 25 years ahead of you. What, how do you want to use that precious time? There's family and there's friends and relationships and your health. And then professional impact. What could that look like? What difference do you really want to make? Look at a 25-year horizon. When you do that, every single quarter suddenly just becomes 1% of that. Take the pressure way off. It makes it easier to commit to and go on those initial tentative exploratory steps. My first question for you is, what happens as you start to think about your 25-year mission? How do you feel about that? The second thing to do if you're struggling to generate enough courage for exponential impact is to look at the fear. Stare down whatever fear it is that's coming up straight in the face. Because if we can't commit, generally it's because we have this fear. We're feeling conflicted. A few steps. First of all, name it. What is the actual fear? Is it fear of failure? Is it fear that we need to prove ourselves? Is it fear of not having enough money? Is it fear of if it's successful, we're going to have too much, not going to be fun. It's going to be, it's going to trap us. Feel we can't control it. What's the actual fear that's coming up in your body when you think about this? And then analyze it, put it under the microscope. Is this fear realistic? Very often our brains create 
catastrophic scenarios of us being on the street unloved and you're starving along with our children in the street. But actually look at what is the fear? What would happen if that, fear, if that came to pass? And then what would you do? And what would happen then? And just play it through in your mind. Come up with the real worst case scenario and really how likely that is. You'll probably find that the fear is an emotional feeling, but it's not really based in reality. Next thing to do is to actually thank your fear for whatever, whether it's valid or not. Just thank the fear for keeping you safe. It's just trying to keep you safe. And lay it down. Say, you know what? There's a bigger picture here. My rational brain is bigger than this primitive fear. I get what you're telling me, but I think we can play a bigger game. Lay it down. Next thing to do with your fear is to mock the fear. Give it a silly name. Oh yeah, this is just, you know, protective Peter sitting on my shoulder. Or this is just, you know, whatever. So-and-so trying to protect me. Or this is just a fear that's always scared of everything. Give it a funny name. And it allows you to distance yourself from those feelings and make a bigger choice. And then the final thing to do, if you've named it, analyzed it, thanked it, mocked it, reframe it. Fear is a mask for desire, as one of my mentors says. What we fear is actually what we desire. We want to go in that direction. If there's a project that scares us, if there's a goal that kind of scares us, we probably want to go that way. It's just like perhaps when we were younger, perhaps dating, you know, the person we most wanted to ask out, you know, we were, we were frightened to do so because we wanted to do it. <laughs> so often fear is a mask for desire. And fear can often be reframed as excitement. If you Fear is often excitement without breathing. So start to breathe again. And as you do that, you perhaps realize your fear is actually generating positive energy that you can use to commit to your mission. So over to you. What is your fear? And how can you diffuse its worst effects in order to commit to your exponential legacy? The next strategy is if there is a fear there that you found, flip the fear. In other words, get more scared about what would happen if you don't commit than if you do. For example, I realized that uh, for me to pursue my ultimate purpose in life involved me setting up my business, working with the kind of leaders I wanted to work with. And I realized that I would have more regret if I stayed in the corporate world. And also I would fear, I, would, I had more fears about staying in the corporate world where I just become somebody old and useless and not wanted and too expensive and that somebody was going to make me redundant at any moment in my career, just as I was hoping to retire. I felt that I actually had a better chance of having a fun, exciting and purposeful life outside of the corporate space. So for me, I flipped the fears about leaving into fears about staying. And as I upgraded my business, I flipped my fears about changing my business and my clientele and leveling up into fears about stagnation, about limiting my, my growth, limiting my fun. And it was those flipped fears that actually allowed me to move forward. So over to you, what's the risk of not committing and of not pursuing an exponential legacy? Point number four, speak yourself into, into being. Speak yourself into the world. Words have power. Words create the world that you're living in. So what this means is that the way you describe yourself is really important for you. 
if you say, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm a retired CEO or I'm a small business entrepreneur or, you know, I'm a CEO for hire or whatever it is, you are actually limiting yourself by those very words. So I want to ask you, uh, what is a more expansive way that you can describe your deepest purposes and the journey that you want to go on? So you might not know what your exponential journey looks like yet. You need to get clarity, but you can declare that you're going on the journey to make a massive positive impact in the world. So whatever clarity you have or don't have, start speaking yourself, describing yourself, reminding yourself of who you are at your deepest level and where you want to go. So for example, I'll take my journal. I've got it just here. Uh, most mornings, and I will actually read out my purpose and what I'm up to in the world. That my purpose is to be the world's number one advisor to the world's top leaders, turning them into forces for good, helping them become um, people who catalyze real impact at a scale they can't yet imagine. And I write to myself, Richard, show up today as a magnetic and impactful leader who catalyzes real impact and changes the world. I'm just reading that right now from my journal. The point is, as I say that to myself, I'm excited to step in to being that person each day. So speak yourself into being. Over to you. How, can, how do you need to shift how you see yourself? How can you speak yourself into being every day? So strategy number five for committing to exponential impact is to upgrade your environment. It's a cliche, right, that we, we, we are the average of the top five people we spend the most time with. But what I want to say is get yourself into rooms where people are pursuing exponential legacy, where they are playing big, where they are uh, making more impact than they thought possible, where they are changing the world. At X Quadrant, we have a couple of places you can do that. Of course, there are many others in the, out there, but uh, we have two. One is our Rivendell CEO program where we work actively with, with chief executives and founders who want to create their exponential legacy in their business and beyond. And we also run the occasional exponential future retreat, which is really for people who are at a pivotal moment and they want to now define their 25-year vision. They want to get into a group of other people who are committed to making their best years ahead of them and not resting on the laurels of their past. So grading our environment is important. We get in different conversations. We have our brains stretched, our perspectives expanded. If they can do it, why can't we do it? Our fears start to subside and possibility opens up when we upgrade our environment. So over to you, which exponential environments do you want to get yourself into? And our final strategy, number six, find a tiny step. When we feel it's hard to commit, Perhaps it's because we just don't know where to go next. But remember, it's a 25-year project to be a force for good in the world. Find one tiny step you can do today, a five-minute task that's going to move you on. Roll the ball forward just a small amount and enjoy the process. So if you're not quite sure what it means to commit, say, okay, if I was committed today, what's one little thing I could do? And go and do that. Over to you. What is that one small thing that you can do today. Okay, so we've covered quite a bit today. Let's summarize where we've got to. 
first of all, if you want to go on this exponential journey of impact and legacy, then don't focus initially on clarity and confidence. They will come in time. Focus on courage. And we've looked at six ways to increase our courage quota, our courage coefficient. Number one is to take the pressure off. Number two, look at the fear and deal with it. Number three, flip the fear to use the fear as a way to move forward by looking at what might happen if we don't move forward. Number four, speak yourself into being. Number five, upgrade your environment and the people that you surround yourself with. And number six, find one tiny practical step so that you can move forward today. I hope this has been helpful and practical and inspired you to live into your exponential legacy just that little bit more. If you're keen to explore a bit more about how to do this and what it means in your life and your business, I'd recommend if you've not already subscribed to join the X Quadrant Insider newsletter, you can go to xquadrant.com slash insider to subscribe. Or you could check out one of our exponential programs such as Rivendell, our CEO program, or our exponential future retreats. Either way, have a think and make that commitment to your biggest possible future. This is Richard, wishing you all the best for your leadership and your legacy.